This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Another guy who I'm sure likes Bon Jovi is Professor Dion Foster. This program brought to you by SPH Kundalila, experts in surface mining solutions. Was busy singing, living on a prayer now while I'm busy talking in the background. <laughs> when I was younger and I had more hair. <laughs> so I need to start with a confession, and I'm not. I'm I'm quite prepared to do this. Last week and Thursday, we had the pleasure, as we do every Thursday, of having Professor Dion Foster on the program. He doesn't give us a clue, and possibly I should have known that for the entire ten minutes that he's talking to us here on the air, it's in fact his birthday. He was, I don't know, turned twenty-seven or twenty-eight, and he had a and he. He had a birthday and we didn't know. And I felt so bad for most of the rest of Thursday for not having the joy of wishing you on your special day. So very belated happy birthday for last week from all of us. I'm so embarrassed. Oh, Brad, thanks so much. Listen, when you get to the age that I am, uh, you know, birthdays, birthdays, <laughs> you, you, you hope that they don't come, you know. <laughs> but you know, when we say... Thanks, my friend. You're so welcome. Dear, when we say Professor Dion Foster, I have not seen a grey hair on your head. You know, you're not that normal professor-looking person. So I don't know where you no, keep coming are, with. There are a few. There are a few. Uh-huh. She comes in... Mainly caused by working uh, behind this little screen in lockdown. You know? <laughs> it was, a, it was yeah. a big, big topic we're tackling here this morning. You know, we sometimes think we can get away. Like when we say amen at the end of a prayer, somehow we've logged off from God and God is removed from us and we can go ahead and do whatever we want until we start again with dear Lord Jesus and then somehow we wake him from a slumber of some kind and reintroduce him back into our lives. I think many of us yes. live that way, Dion. <laughs> That's a beautiful way of putting it, yes. And, and it's true. I mean, you know, I, I sometimes, uh, you know, subconsciously I think do the same. Amen and off I go, you know, yeah. it's just me and me. But yeah, it is, you know, Brad, we, we, we need to recognize that there's a tremendous gift of living in relationship with God, who lives not only with us, but lives within us, you know. God mm. is, is closer to us than we even are to ourselves. I mean, I'm not conscious of, of everything that's happening within me psychologically and emotionally. And, and the, the, the God who is love, uh, our God who, who is present within us through the Holy Spirit, is living in us. And it's interesting, one of the names which is given to, to the Holy Spirit in, in Christian tradition is the Spirit of Truth. And of mm. course, that's because it comes from the Scriptures, and it's because that is who the, scripture, the, the Spirit is. You know, the Spirit is the Spirit of Truth who lives within us in love. Mm. Now, Brad, I'm, I'm just struck by the fact that um, you know, we, we've moved from late modernity into an era which is, is known as post-modernity. Mm. I think we're in in sort of early post-modernity. And, and one of the characteristics of the post-modern world is that there are very often conflicting truths. Um, yesterday was the inauguration of the American president, and I remember the first big scandal that came out uh, in the inauguration of the previous president of the United States yeah. was around his inauguration. And, um, you know, the first big thing that hit the news, the crazy thing that hit the news, mm-hmm. was how many people in, attended that inauguration in, in 2017. And, of course, you know, as politicians are, they claimed it's the biggest one ever, and, yeah. and the picture showed something quite differently. Now, I always remember at that stage, um, you know, the sort of spokesperson for, for that president's campaign was a lady called Kelly Ann Conaway. And uh, in an interview, she said, we're not telling lies, we're just presenting alternative facts. Oh. 
this is a rather problematic thing for us as Christians, Brad, because the reality is that we know that there is truth. There is truth, and it is absolute truth, and it is a truth which cannot be, uh, you know, changed or amended. And that truth is that the God who is present to us through the Holy Spirit, mm. who, who came and was incarnate amongst us in the person of Jesus Christ, has, has come to love us, has come to, to bring us to flourishing and wholeness. And, and that truth can't be disputed. Mm. can't present an alternative fact and say, well, both facts are equally true. Um, you know, that's not the case. So the, the thing that, that interests me is, you know, it, it was interesting when, when that previous president uh, was banned from Twitter, um, a, a Pew poll showed yeah. that fake news decreased by 73%. 73% uh, decreased after, on the day after, after that uh, person was banned from Twitter. And, you know, it just strikes me again how important it is for us as Christians that, that we guard what we, what we claim to be, to be real and true, that we check that, that the things that we say are indeed the kind of things to which Jesus would say, Amen. If Jesus was to hear me saying this, if Jesus was to see me living in a certain way, would Jesus say Amen to that? And it matters, Brad, yes. uh, not only because we are very, very wanting to deceive ourselves, I don't know about you, but I often, you know, tell myself little white lies and half-truths to make myself feel better. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, we even tell blatant lies to others. Maybe we're afraid of the consequences of some action. We're afraid that we might be embarrassed or we might hurt someone. And at the end of the day, the problem is that when we tell a lie, when we, when we live in untruth, we're doing something which is destructive. Mm. It erodes our integrity it erodes the trust of others around us, and ultimately, it alienates us from God, because we know that wherever God is, there is truth. Jesus is the one who brings us into truth and life. So, Brad, I, I'm following a little discipline at the moment. I'm trying my very, very best to speak the truth in love, and I think that's an important thing for us to recognize as Christians. We, we always have to recognize that the way in which God is truth is loving, and I'm trying to, to speak the truth in love and live the truth in love, because I think that's the only way that I can live with myself, that I can live with others, and that I can live in the presence of God. So this idea that we can live a life apart from God and uh, is, is madness, but we also don't want to be in the space where we are so guilt-ridden about everything. I think we need to... Not make peace with the fact that we are sinful. I don't mean it like that, Dion. But we need to. We just need to get on with things, and we we tread so carefully the whole time that we sometimes we just don't achieve anything. Uh, we're trying so hard to not sin. We're trying so hard, as opposed to just realizing I'm I'm under grace, but I'm not going to go out and sin. I just want to be free. I just want to live. I want to praise. I want to interact. I want to bring joy. I want to live. So we become so we become so sin-focused as opposed to Christ-focused in the way that we live. We're so careful of making a mistake that we don't really express ourselves as well as we could. Yeah, but I think, Brad, I mean, you, you put your finger on it there. That, 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 I think, is the thing. You know, when we, when we live lives that are, are, are double-minded, when, I don't know if you've ever told a lie and then, you know, you hear you're going to get caught out, you tell another lie and eventually they compound. And, mm. you know, that, that is not a free life. You yes. know? And there's a sense in which when we live in truth, we live in freedom. You know, when we live, when, when people can see who I am, when, when I can be 
uh, open and public about my love for Christ, when I can be even open and public about the fact that I'm, that, you know, that I'm not perfect, that I do fail, mm. when I can say to my wife, Megan, yeah, I'm sorry I responded to you in that way, you know, I'm, I'm just irritable or I'm tired or I, I felt, you know, embarrassed. Mm. Um, you know, that kind of loving life, when we can live in that way with people, they, they, they treat us with integrity. Uh, I, I'll tell you one little thing. This will be the last thing. So um, when, when the Minister of Education was going to do his speech on TV the other day, yeah. uh, my darling wife, Megan, sent me a WhatsApp to say they're going to broadcast this at uh, 10 a.m. You might want to watch. And I forwarded that message to a few friends. And then responded to Migi to say, thanks, babe, I'm going to tune in and watch. And accidentally, I'd sent that message to all the professors in our faculty. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Brad, just, just the freedom to go back to them and say, oh, my friends, I'm so sorry, that message was meant for Megan. And uh, there you go, at least you know I love my wife. Uh, you know, there was a freedom in that. It kept yes. me free and it set others free. So I just want to say to our, our sisters and brothers, let's live in love and let's live in truth. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.